This is the Mark Podcast from Lifeway Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. Has God called you to lead? Whether you've been a leader for years and are looking for new strategies, tools, and encouragement, or you want to explore your call to leadership, Lifeway Women offers training events that equip you to carry out your mission. We offer one-day and three-day leadership training in a variety of cities throughout the U.S. and online. We'd love to have you join us this year. Learn more at lifeway.com forward slash women's events. Hello, and welcome to the Mark Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Heinemann, and I am here with my co-host, Kelly King. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Elizabeth. And it's just the two of us. I feel like we should be singing just the two of us. Probably there's some kind of copyright law, though. So that's that's it. That's all we can sing. Oh, (laughs) I was going to say, wait, did I just like... I already messed up the podcast. We got to start over. I think that's, oh, I think man. just one line is okay. Okay. Um, okay. So an acapella, like we didn't play there. No. Who sings no. that song? I don't know. We're not, I, not, I have no idea because if we say it, then maybe someone's <laughs> recorded it somewhere and they're going to like, that's well, true. Whatever. That's true. I'm not um, even sure. All right. So it's just the two of us, like yep. we, you said. And we just thought, like, it's toward the end of the year. This is a very busy time of year for us. Um, <laughs> I know this week, like if you're listening to this when it comes out later this week, we're doing the Life with Women's Leadership Forum, which Kelly. Which we love. Yes. We love Women's Forum. It's one of our favorite things we do, but it is a crazy, crazy week. It is. It is so, it's like such a fun week and such a week where um, we get to see like, it's like a big reunion of a lot of people, a lot of our speakers and authors, and then as well as like our ministry Um Pals, I was trying to think of the yeah. word for that. Our, our partners, friends, our ministry partners, our <laughs> yes, ministry, ministry partners. That's what the, that was the word I was trying to think of. Yes, um, and so we just get to hang out with them, and we get to learn from so many um, wonderful women who are teaching us. And so it's it's definitely a fun week, and you can still join us if you are listening to this on the week that it comes out. That's right. Um, you go to lifeway.com slash women's forum and you can Uh find out how to join us virtually, um, which is really fun. Which just, just a little note, side note. Yes. So on the virtual experience, you do get a VIP box. If we still have some available, which, um, Right now we have a few left, uh-huh. um, but you won't have it, like you won't get it in a day. Like this is yeah. not overnight shipping. So you might have to, you know, you can get the virtual experience, but you will get a box. It just might come after the event if you're signing on this week, yeah. but it's got some fun goodies in it. And if you miss the virtual, can't you do the digital pass later on, digital access? Well, it's kind of no. the same thing. It's <laughs> okay. Kind of, it's kind of 
thing, like the digital access, we, we do offer it at the event for live attendees at kind of a special price. Okay. So they can buy that and they get access to all the breakouts. But yes, anybody can do that. And okay. you know what, Elizabeth, I might mention this because some people might have missed form this year and they're like, uh -huh. hey, you know, I just couldn't come, but I want to come next year. Uh, we do offer a really special price of $150 through the end of November. So oh. you can, you have to do it by the end of November. Uh, so that is something, get on it if you want to get. And we also offer the $50 Young Leader tickets. So if you buy a registration for yourself and bring a younger leader that's 35 or younger and has never been to Forum, then she can come for $50. So really like for $200 for two of you, that you can't get a better deal than that. So yeah, I, I'm probably awesome. just, I'm not trying to be the, the pitch woman here, but no. I am, you know, because yeah. people, if, if you're not at form, you may not know that that's such a great deal and that we only offer it till the end of November. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. let's bring back planning in advance. Let's bring that back. It was something let's that do. COVID um, took from us, but I think, I think we're ready. Start planning in advance again. <laughs> yes, especially for any of our events, like when you come, yeah. because it really does make a difference in how we prepare. You know, when we're doing a Lifeway Women event, when we know who's coming, then we are better prepared on our end. And if it's just two weeks ahead of time, we're, we might be scrambling just to make sure we're ready for you in a few different ways. Yeah. Uh, we're always ready, but it's... <laughs> That is just a, yeah, bring and it also, back, bring back planning. Also, hotels are more expensive. That's the true. The closer you get to the, the to the date that you're staying. I experienced that this past week. So, um, yeah, it's <laughs> well, better yeah. to plan in advance. I totally and, forgot to plan in advance. It wasn't well, a matter of me not wanting to. I just forgot about the hotel aspect of I it. I get it. I get <laughs> it. You know, something else, too, that I don't think people realize when they do plan an event – because we were in Las Vegas a few weeks ago, and at our ULEAD event, we had 11 different states at that event. Wow. And so I don't think people think about, like, this is like destination type of yeah. events where you can travel and, and go to maybe, if you want to see Priscilla Shire or you're coming to a Life of Women Live to see several of your authors, then, you know, make it a girlfriend, you know, weekend and and make it a big trip. It Tell doesn't me. have to be in your backyard. Yeah, what? Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast before, yeah. but the first Lifeway women event I ever attended was before I worked at Lifeway. And it was a friend that I had who lives in the UK. She lives, uh -huh. at the time she lived in Brussels. Um, now she lives in the UK, but I met uh -huh. her in the UK. But she lived in Brussels and she planned an entire uh, United States vacation around a Living Proof Live event with Beth Moore. And wow. I got to go with her because it was in Tennessee. And so that was the first time I'd ever been to a Lifeway Women event. And I joined someone that was coming all the way from Brussels, Belgium. So and look at you now. You can definitely plan that in advance and like travel to go see it. Pick That's a state, like, yes. pick a location that you would like to travel to and, and uh, go. Yeah. I, I know I've said this on the podcast before, but I actually celebrated my 40th birthday by going to a Living Proof Live event and uh -huh. taking my friends That's so because fun. she was she was in Stillwater, Oklahoma that year. Uh -huh. And we just had the best time. I think there was maybe four or five of us that went. And I, I still remember she talked about like she went through the book of Jonah. I think I probably have notes somewhere stashed, but 
Yes. It was so fun. Yeah. So, hey, ladies, get on it. 2023 (laughs) 2023 is just around the corner. Christmas presents. Yes, oh I just goodness. had a moment where I was like, is 2023 next year? Because know, when you work in publishing, you're planning yes. like several years out. And I have had to Google the year that it currently is <laughs> several times. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, but we wanted to talk about, because yeah. this is kind of towards the end of the year. Yeah. Um, even though it's like early November, we're still are reflecting on the year. And we kind of wanted to just talk about some stuff that has happened this year that's very uh, special for us and is has been really fun. So let's let's first talk about some like Lifeway centric stuff that has sure, been special sure. for us. So the Lifeway Women's Bible came out this year. Yes. Which I did not even realize that was in 2022 <laughs> until you put it on this list here because that was a project that we had been working on for years. I was going to say, Elizabeth, like how many years? Ha- like you worked on that project for a few years. Yes. I want to say I found emails and the first email about it was probably in 2018, I think. So wow. it was um, definitely a long time, a long time coming, but it was really fun to get to work on that. Um, I don't know if we've talked, have we talked about it much on here? We did in the spring. I think you and I did kind of a, I don't remember if it was like the top things we were looking forward to in the spring or whatever, but I do remember mentioning that. And so when this comes out, (laughs) this is kind of before and after because it hasn't happened when we're recording this, but it will have happened when this comes out. I will have made my appearance on QVC. Thank yes. you, Elizabeth Heinemann. You are so welcome. For Lifeway Women Bibles. I cannot wait to watch it and see it. Okay. Um, so a fun thing that we yes. get to do mm-hmm. with the Bibles especially is to go on QVC, um, mm-hmm. which is such a unique opportunity. Kelly, you were sharing like about how um, mm-hmm. it's a way that we can show the world yeah. of the gospel. Um, yeah. I don't know when your segment is airing, but just imagine people flipping through and seeing someone on TV uh, talking about the word of God. Yeah. And that's such a unique opportunity that we have um, not only to get it in, get the Bible itself into more homes, but also just to have scripture being read mm-hmm. on television. Um, that's a really cool opportunity. Yeah. I- it's right now we're scheduled for November 3rd um, and I think it's around noon central time and it's like an hour long, long segment and I'm on there for maybe 10 minutes. I mean, like mm-hmm. it's really a very short thing, but I, I was reminded yesterday I had to go through this big training and it was interesting because um, you assume people understand Bibles and that we study our Bibles, mm-hmm. but they couldn't, like the people that I was training with, like the the guest host who, who probably, he will not be my host when we do this, but he was just like, so is this a study? Mm-hmm. Is it a Bible? And I'm like, no, it's a Bible. But and he was like, but the women wrote, and I'm like, wait a second. Like it was, you know, it's just interesting. He didn't really get that women. Um, we have articles right. and they're to help you enhance your Bible study. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, so it's a study. And I'm like, well, well it's a Bible. <laughs> there are so, yeah. it that are, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of confusing for anybody, um, yeah. but especially if you're not familiar with Bible study right. and study Bibles and devotional right. Bibles and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it was, it was a really good reminder. Like there were, there were several people on this training who were selling different products on QVC. So um, they got very excited about a 
peach cheesecake, which it did look <laughs> delicious. I will say that. Um, but I, I mean, everyone that was on there, like, we don't know that they weren't believers. And so I got to do my pitch while they were listening and watching and giving feedback. And so you just never know. You just yeah. never know who was listening. And maybe, and, and again, when this goes out, I'm just praying that I'll represent the Lord well in this and that um, I'm not just on there being a Bible salesperson. We're actually talking about how you get in God's word. And right. to me, that's the most important thing that we help women really dive into his word. And you did a really good job of being, I know it was a big team on oh, that yeah. Bible, but um, I know that you spent a lot of hours working on that. Yeah, I um, spent some time, but our Bibles team really spent the most time. Yeah. Um, and so I'm very thankful to get to work with them on that project. Absolutely. Yeah. And, then, and hey, Elizabeth, yes. Life for Women Academy Symposium. I know. So yeah. when we're recording this, Symposium was last weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really fun, really cool to see women just want to dive deep into the uh, kind of more academic or nerdy parts of Bible study that is not maybe for everyone, but is definitely for a group of people who have been given these interests and gifts from God. Um, and so we're really excited about that but it was the launch event for life with women academy mm -hmm. and so our first course is up and it's running it's ready for you if you would like to sign up you can go to lifeway.com academy and that first course is uh how to study the bible hermeneutics 101 with jen mm -hmm. wilkin julia higgins and elizabeth woodson mm -hmm. so we haven't we haven't yet gotten feedback on any of the participants for the academy um, because it just it just launched, <laughs> so exactly. Hopefully, hopefully, people are navigating their way around. I doubt that anyone has done the whole course yet, um, but <laughs> maybe they are working their way through it. And so, it's really exciting to see that happening. Yeah, I, I made a comment. We had a call yesterday with the trainers who train for us at Lifeway, um, and these are women who are all over the country. And a f several of them had already purchased the course, That's so awesome. they were they were excited about it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then you also have done some more like some additional webinars and things like that. Oh, yeah. And talk about like all the new added leadership things that you've done this year. And then you're adding some more stuff next year, too. Yeah, that's true. And I, I, I kind of have a feeling we might do a preview of 2023 early in the year. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. But I mean, it doesn't hurt for us to talk about this again. Remember, but we're planning ahead in 2023. Exactly. We are planning yeah. ahead. So the webinars... We've, we've done them monthly and they really came out of the necessity during COVID when we couldn't do live events. And so we still wanted to offer some training and women love these webinars. And we like the next one is coming up pretty soon. You can go to, I think you can just go on the Lifeway, like go to lifewaywomen.com. And I think you can just search webinars and you're going to find links to all that. But our next one's coming up on how to have hard conversations. Mm. So this is for anyone. Uh, last month was on forgiveness. So definitely we all deal with those things. These yeah. are free. And if you can't join the webinar during the time that it's actually being recorded, that's okay too, because we upload these to the Lifeway Women YouTube channel. So there are a lot, there's a lot of content on our yeah. YouTube channel now. So a leader could even like look through that and say, you know what, I want to show my leadership team a portion of this, or maybe this particular topic is something I want us to think through. 
and, or just on your own while you're getting ready, just have it going in the background if you yeah. want something. To, if you're if you're a learner and you just enjoy kind of learning from other people, and I, I can say this with great transparency in a way that I just lead the discussion. So I'm not the expert on the webinars, but our trainers are, and they have just they've blown me away every time. I'm just like, wow, these these women are so knowledgeable on these subjects, and they plan for it. They research yeah. it and they think through it. So they are ready to go when we have these conversations. So yeah. The ones that I set in are definitely helpful. Um, mm -hmm. And who doesn't need to know how to have difficult conversations right before the holiday season? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's when uh, the majority of difficult conversations happen. Oh, so, so yeah. true. I feel so like true. That's very helpful and good timing on y'all's part. Yeah. Yeah. So next year we will do six of them. Like we'll, okay. we're going to, we're going to cut back a little bit um, and just do one every other month because we do have a lot of content already kind of curated mm -hmm. now. So we didn't feel like we needed to do them every month in 2023, but because of that, we're also going to be doing a couple of different events. Um, one of them is a ULEAD 2.0 which is going to be in Houston and it's in September. So you can go to the website and find it. But two of our authors, Elizabeth Woodson and Melissa Spolstra, they are going to be there teaching um, in the main sessions as well as doing breakouts and training. But we will have extended training on a Friday, Saturday event. So we are like, this is a great opportunity to bring a team. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then, hey, we're going back to the West Coast. We did a West Coast Women's Forum um, right before the pandemic hit. And we haven't been able to do it since then. And now's the time. 2023 is the year. So we are going back in July. I know July seems like a, a hot time, but it's also a time when you can maybe do vacation and yeah. just tack on a I trip to California. That, uh, September is the hottest month in that area. Oh, so really? I don't, I don't know if that's true or if that's just anecdotal, wow. but that's what I heard. Okay. <laughs> so maybe well, we're it's gonna, not quite yeah. as hot in July. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to be kind of in the San Bernardino area in Highland, California at Emmanuel Baptist Church. And Jen Wilkin will be there. Elizabeth Woodson will be there. Courtney Doctor will be there. And Dr. Jeff Orge and uh, Scarlett Hiltovital is going to emcee. So that's oh, going to be, be fun. So fun. Oh, yeah. Maybe she'll bring the girls. That would be fun. Yeah. Well, and yeah. we've had a lot of women coming back to live events in 2022. Mm -hmm. Like we said, COVID kind of interrupted that for good reason um but we've seen a lot of women return to events in 2022 and it's been so exciting and we expect even more will return in 2023 so yeah um we're looking forward to that for sure and we've definitely had some new authors come out yeah with talk bible about studies, that. new bible studies um so we've had a lot of the authors on here to talk mm -hmm. uh with y'all but we have uh, Melissa Spolstra, who released mm -hmm. Isaiah, Candy Gality, The Bible in a Year. Oh, that is such a pretty study, too. Yes. Like, I mean, it just, yes. And that I, would I be think a I'm great a, gift, yes. I feel like. Sometimes it feels weird to give Bible studies as gifts, but mm -hmm. I feel like that one would be a great Christmas gift because then you can start on January 1, mm -hmm. um, and maybe you can make it through you can be a better Bible in a year reader than I have been and make it through in a whole year. <laughs> Candy can guide you through that. That's right. I've, I've kind of been holding my copy for January. I think that's going to be one of my 2023 goals is to do her Bible in a year. I think that will be a yeah. goal. Mm -hmm. And Elizabeth Woodson, who we had on, just released yeah. from beginning to forever. And that is a story of the meta narrative of scripture, a study of the meta narrative of scripture. Right, right. Um, 
And I think I just was thinking of the story of scripture, and then I said story instead of study. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but I knew what you meant. Okay, gotcha. And then the wonder of Advent. Of course, we have an Advent uh, book out, and so that I think you could possibly get it and still have time. I think I so feel, too, because like, Advent doesn't start until like the end of November. Yeah, so there's still mm-hmm. time if you're listening to this when it comes out. The Wonder of Advent, and then, mm-hmm. and this time with videos, which is really mm-hmm. fun. Amos from Jennifer Rothschild. We had her yes. on with Mike Wakefield to talk about Amos and what it's like to edit and write a Bible study, which is really fun. And then Christy McClellan came out with The Gospel on the Ground, mm-hmm. um, which is a story of Acts. And so, um, and we have some like upcoming things that are great. I'm sure I'm missing some things that came out this year. What am I missing, Kelly? Do you- uh, well, one of the, I think one of the big ones for me was uh, the Roman study by Courtney Doctor in yes. view of God's mercies, uh, because that is a study that we people have asked us about. You know, they have mm-hmm. said, "Do you have a study on Romans?" And so now yes. we do. And I'm telling you, like Courtney Doctor, she's just solid, such a solid Bible teacher. And so that's definitely a good one. And I'm pretty excited that we're, we re-released Ruth, the Kelly Mentor study well, on Ruth. not yet. Oh, it's not yet? Wait, wait when is it coming when it out? out? It may be by the time this... Um, no, I think when this comes out. Oh, okay. Sorry. I think. Yes, you're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Guys, when no. we record and then that's release right. it weeks later, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what year it is, so don't listen <laughs> to me about any of this. Well, I... <laughs> I've, I did that study years ago. I did it twice, I think. And that's another study that people tell us they love, that they want. Like, they really love the book of Ruth or they want to do it. And some, it's funny because I think there's some people who are like, I don't like the book of Ruth. She just got her Boaz, whatever, you know. But <laughs> I, th- I think Kelly does it in a way that's different and uh, redemptive and just really that story of how we see Christ in Ruth. And so if you haven't done that study, that's one I would definitely recommend. Yeah, and now it has videos. So the yeah, last that's one right. did not have video teaching sessions. Yeah. So we're excited about that. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth, what were some of the online Bible studies Lifeway did this year? Do you, I, I, I'm oh so, I, I'm putting you on the spot. spot. We did Encountering God with Kelly Mentor. Yes. On spiritual disciplines. That was an online Bible study. So that's definitely something women want to keep on their radars. And that one whenever. came out late last year. So it could be yeah. for this year too. That's true. Um, that's a good January one, beginning of the year yes, to do. That would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What did we do for online Bible studies? This is great content. Yeah, you there we go. this out. <laughs> <laughs> As we Google know. and look up our yeah. spreadsheets, I don't know and what we figuring did. that out. Yes, maybe absolutely. just cut that section. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a note in. No, keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> okay, all the things. So we did some online Bible studies. They were great. I think we did like this in the wilderness. Wasn't that? Oh, that's a that good one. Over yeah. the summer, I think that was over the summer. Okay, because I had a lot of women tell me they were doing it. At when we were at events over the summer, so I'm sorry I put you on the spot. It's okay. Like, yeah, tell us about those <laughs> online Bible studies. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Kelly, let's okay, talk about. Okay. We've now done enough um, ads for, for the Lifeway people. So if That's you're right. still if you're still if you're on still here, with us, thank you for hanging with us. Um, let's talk about some things that have marked us in 2022. Yeah. yeah. So um, 
jump you in there go first you want no me you just jump in there okay so i was looking through i knew we were going to ask this question and so i was looking through a bunch of stuff um like my journals my sermon mm-hmm. notes folder or notebooks um and things and just was remembering how grateful i have been for my church family this year um yeah. i'm always grateful for them but i feel like this year even more so i went on a mission trip with my church family in late December, early January. So we were there for the new year. Um, So I guess it counts as 2022. Sure it does. And just like the way that uh, we really feel like a family, my church leadership has been so great leading through very, very difficult times Mm -hmm. um, the past few years. And the current sermon um, series is talking about being in a heartbreak city because they said nashville is a heartbreak city there's something that's breaking everyone's heart here it's like known for country music which is like heartbreak yeah anthems and stuff but there's also like a lot of people that come here to fulfill their dreams and their dreams are not being fulfilled um Mm. and so there's just a, a lot of heartbreak and um my pastor has been asking what is breaking your heart right now? And then what are you going to do about it? Mm. Um, And so that's been really challenging. And that's been something that I've been trying to reflect on uh, recently. But also, um, as far as sermons go, there was one sermon illustration that I would love to share because it has really impacted me. And when I told the story to our um, adult Sunday school class, I guess, is what it's called. We don't know what to call it. We're the people that are single, but past the young professionals group, which is another thing that I love that my church is doing. Um, and so we, we're just calling ourselves the adult group, which I don't know. I don't know what to yeah, say um, sure. about that. But um, it was really impactful for them as well. So um, one of our our ministry intern this year, his name is Truett Ross, and I want to be sure to give him credit for this. He preached a sermon, and he was talking about um, Deuteronomy. That was what the scripture was. But he was talking about how kids, we know what isn't real by knowing the real thing. And um, I'm sure you've heard that illustration before. Mm -hmm. But he told an illustration that I haven't heard before. And he said, kids know that coffee is important because adults need it. They gravitate (laughs) toward it. It changes their moods. They talk about how you can't talk to me until I've had my coffee as soon as they get up in the morning they go immediately to the coffee maker and when they go to church they go to immediately to the coffee <laughs> station yeah. we wear shirts that say like coffee is you know I need f- but first coffee we put it mm-hmm. on like we spend a lot of money on coffee and so he said kids know that coffee is important they may not know what coffee is but they know it's like this elixir of life <laughs> because <laughs> because of how much adults talk about needing it and wanting it and craving it and how much they actually drink it yeah. um and it changes their moods and so he asked the question what would a kid who is watching your life think is important to you and it made me think even not so much even kids but like if some alien from another planet was to come in like what would they think is our what is important to us what would they think is our god um and i think it really like spoke to i don't drink coffee but i definitely have things in my life that i would say 
looking from the outside, you would probably think are more important to me than the Bible, than God, than prayer, than going to church, um, all those like good Christian answers. And so that was really convicting to me and something that I still try to think about um, is like, what is taking the place of God in my affections and in my time? Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think that there's probably something for everybody. And of course it changes during different seasons. And I'm not saying you can't drink any coffee or you have to throw out all your, (laughs) but first coffee mugs, but like, just thinking through like what is important to you and what does it look like is important to you. Um, yeah. And it's not all about what it looks like, but I think that is an important factor when you're, when you're thinking through like your own discipleship and your own um, devotion to God mm-hmm. is what are you, what are you devoting time and um, attention to? other than God. And when you think, when you take that illustration back to what children see, Mm -hmm. you know, your children could actually be the thing that is, is really what you hold up more valuable. And, and so that's when children become, it's all about them. Yeah. They, they're like, Oh, I am God to these people. I mean, they probably don't think it in that term, but yeah, their lives revolve around me. Yeah. yeah. And jobs. I mean, like your job could mm-hmm. be something that your kids or somebody in your life say, you know, sees that as the most important thing that you value or my phone you know, is probably phone. would be up there if mm-hmm. people were just watching me from the outside. Um, I grab yeah. it. I have it on me at all times. Like, you know, so yeah. I think that's definitely something that is convicting for me. So that for that's sure. marked me this year. Just thinking uh, through that. So, yeah, what about That's really you? good. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't think, I think I should have gone first now because oh. this is. <laughs> no, no, I mean. No, that, that was so good. That was a sermon illustration, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. marks you and stuff. Well, I mean, I was thinking through just a few things. Um, I think I've probably mentioned this on here before, but uh, something that I did in 2022 that I had started in 2021, but I finished it this spring was uh, my husband had given me the entire New Testament in the CSB journals, Mm -hmm. which is really just the Bible, but it has journal pages on each side. And I just really felt convicted to start with those journals and work my way through from Matthew through Revelation. And so when I got to Revelation, even about halfway through, and it's just so bad, I was like, I, I just need to finish. I want to get to the good part. I want to oh, get to yeah. the end of Revelation. I was like, what do you mean because, it was bad? Okay. No, yes. no, like just all the bad things that it gets are happening. It gets yeah. pretty dark in Revelation. And so, um, but I was just like, no, just take it the, every day as you've been doing it and just reflect on the fact that, you know, um, the end times, there's some dark things that happen. And then, but the, the promise of, of just the return of Christ and our, you know, being with Christ forever, that's such a, such a great way to just, you know, finish out the new Testament and say, okay, yes, absolutely. Um, Maranatha, come back, Jesus, come back quickly. Yes, For sure. But that, that's definitely something that, you know, my own spiritual walk that was, kind of marked me this year because I'd never done it that way. You know, yeah. you, you can read through the Bible, but to journal through the Bible was a little bit different for me. 
Yeah. And so I know. Are you, gonna, are you gonna start the Old Testament? I know. I've thought. Of, I've thought about it. Yeah. First of all, I have to buy the whole Old Testament. Maybe you like, should start journals. with like the Psalms or something. Well, I I ha- I I have done that one. Okay. So I've I've been I actually go through the Psalms pretty much every day, uh, and Proverbs. So yeah. But yeah. So I I got to figure out what that looks like. That's and really cool. Gonna... And you'll have that for. For, yeah. forever to like go back and see what God was teaching you at that time. Yeah. Um, and I do pull them out. Like if I know our, our sermon series is going to be in the new Testament, mm-hmm. I'll take it with me and I'll write, cool. I'll write yeah. notes in there, which I'm a little upset because I've, we have been going through the book of James and I have lost my James journal. Oh, no. And so I think I'm just going to buy a new one and start fresh with James because you can never get too much of that. Yeah. Uh, all the practical things in that. And the other thing that marked me this year was just finishing the seminars that I've been doing for my doctoral work. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason that was uh, just really marked me is there's a cohort, like you meet in co- cohorts. And so you have this group and there were, there's nine of us that we started in January of 2021. And so we were at the same group and you know, for three hours at a time on zoom, you know, every other week and that we just were in, we've been in constant communication with each other about just finishing our work and doing that. But the um, professor who was kind of our director of our cohort, we knew when we started the program that he had been diagnosed with cancer Mm -hmm. and we'd kind of walked that journey with him a little bit and prayed for him and seemed like he had just really kind of gotten to a point where things were, I don't want to say remission, but uh, he was in a good place. Doctors were really pleased with how he was progressing in this journey. And this spring, we fin- in, in our last seminar, um, it was on personal relationships, and all of us had the chance to speak life into one another and to really tell each other what uh, we saw in them. And we got to do it with Dr. Reed. And... None of us knew that that would be the last call that we had with Dr. Reed because it was just a few weeks later that he took a turn for the worse and and just transitioned to heaven. And it really hit us all pretty hard because uh, we just thought things were going so well. And I think he would have told you things were going well. And so life is short, um, but he his investment in our lives are, and, and the investment he had in others. And... If you want to hear a really great conversation that he did with uh, Dr. Jeff Orge, the president of Gateway Seminary, uh, Dr. Orge does a podcast called Lead On, and he interviewed Dr. Um, Reed mm-hmm. about his illness and what it was like to be dying. Oh, wow. And I listened to that, and it's just, oh, wow, it is impactful. I might start crying through it again, but um, that marked me. Just We just need to be... Like, I hope that we are encouragers to one another and that we say we speak life into one another because I just feel like we live in a world where we speak just hate and hard things to each other. And um, we never know how long we have with someone for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That is such a sweet gift that y'all were able yeah. to do that right before his passing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. We need to speak life into each other and encouragement and you know that's biblical um Mm -hmm. to do that and so we need to take every opportunity to do that for sure um well that is 2022 man we've covered it haven't we i think so (laughs)
<laughs> Who knew that we could just chat on here forever? <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Yeah. So, um, we want to say thank you to all of our <laughs> listeners. Um, this is not the last episode of the season, but we will be taking December off. Mm-hmm. And so we have a couple more episodes coming out, and then we're going to take December off, and then we'll be back in January um, to talk about, I think it's us again. Um, I think you're like right. You said, to talk about new things, goals, uh, habits, Bible study, reading plans, mm-hmm. all the like New Year things. So I don't know about you, Kelly, but I feel like I, I'm a sucker for all those like New Year questionnaires <laughs> and like yes. all the evaluations, word of the year, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it usually only lasts about a week in my <laughs> life, but I do enjoy those. So. I just think you can start the new year anytime you want to. Like yeah. you can just make a new goal whenever you decide to for sure. Exactly, exactly. And it's also, I mean, it's always good to just say a thank you to Shannon and Caleb yes. who are really part of this podcast that you don't get to see and hear, but they always do such a great job and we're so appreciative of their work. Yes, Shannon listens to us ramble on for however long every week and so does Caleb and we're very thankful for their work the podcast would not happen without them so Mm -hmm. thank you guys yeah Um, yeah all right well we'll wrap it up Elizabeth and we do want you to come back for the next few weeks as we kind of finish out 2022 and like Elizabeth said we'll take December off but be back in January so thanks so much for joining us this week This month, we're hearing from a few people who have been marked by the ministry of Operation Christmas Child. Today, we're hearing from Alex. Alex, how has your life and walk with Christ been marked by Operation Christmas Child? Thank you. Uh, Operation Christmas Child marked marked my life when I was a little boy, um, seven years old, living in an orphanage in Rwanda. And it was at such a hard time uh, had just gone through the genocide uh, that took a lot of a lot of lives in the country of Rwanda. Living in an orphanage, God used Operation Christmas Child to really make an impact in my life. And I want to share uh, a little bit more of the details where I was and how God used this ministry, and where I am today. Uh, born and raised in a small little country called Rwanda, central east of Africa, a country that was going through a lot of tribal unrest back in the 90s. During uh, 1994, for three months, from April 6th to July 4th, a genocide broke out. And that genocide was actually a result of, um, of hatred that had been created in people's hearts. So people in Rwanda, people in the country of Rwanda growing up in the 60s, in the 70s, even back to the 50s, they, they had believed in this hatred, and, and that hatred continued to grow. And in 1994, that hatred burst out into this genocide where from April 6th to July 4th, actually a million people lost their lives. And over 400,000 orphans were left in the country. So as a little boy, at six years old, living with my grandmother, because my mother had passed away of HIV AIDS when I was very little, and I never knew who, knew who my father was. So the people that I looked up to were my grandmother and, one, and, and my two uncles. Unfortunately, when that genocide broke out, my grandmother and one of my uncles were killed during the genocide. And me and my brother, we would run from family to family. The little faith that I had 
um, was my grandmother's. And watching that happen to her, my little faith that I had had just been shattered. So I'm running, and God is with me along the way, with me and my, me and my family. And uh, I did not realize that God's presence was with me, but he had already had his love on me, and he was with me along the way. Because when we were traveling, there were so many incidences that happened that we could have lost our lives. Uh, for example, when I was running and I would fall uh, on the ground and the bullet would miss my head from, um, uh, from a man's weapon not loading when he went to pull the trigger. And so after this genocide, after running for three months altogether, this genocide ends and the country is in ruins. And then I was put in an orphanage by my remaining aunt. And when I get into this orphanage, three months later, she also passed away. And so at this time in my life, everything was, had just been shattered, uh, loss of loss, lost all hope. I'm in this orphanage with the 250 other kids. And all of us had lost our loved ones. But one day we were so excited when we were told to line up in the yard. And they said, today is a special day. You're going to get a gift. You know, for the very first time in my life, I received a gift. Uh, and this gift was from Operation Christmas Child. Samaritan's Purse was in Rwanda already right after the genocide ended in 1994. And they helped people physically. And a year later, in 1995, they brought Operation Christmas Child shoeboxes. And as a seven-year-old living in this orphanage, we're living with 250 other kids. We all received the shoeboxes. It was so special to open our shoebox gift and see the school supplies hygiene items, toys, little bouncy balls, all these fun items that we really hold on to. But the bigger picture is that the shoebox gift planted seeds of hope and love of Jesus Christ in my life. And at a time when I had lost everything and almost everyone in my life, God used that shoebox gift to remind me the love that He has had with me, He has had on me from the day I was born. And uh, I got that gift, planted that seed, and God sent me people to water that seed. And over the years, I got adopted into a family in the United States. And I got a chance to come uh, to the United States in 2003. And in high school and college, I got packed shoeboxes myself because I know that each and every shoebox that is packed represents children who get to hear about Jesus Christ, who get to know that they are marked by their Heavenly Father. And today, it's from that shoebox gift that God used to mark my life, to remind me of His love, that I want to share that with someone else. So each and every shoebox that is packed represents God's love that is already on the kids, but they may have gotten it, but they are reminded of that love. Thank you so much for sharing, Alex. That's that's what it's all about is, yes, it's, it's a gift and it's a need that's being met, but ultimately it is pointing children and their families and their communities to Jesus. So thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you for having me. As you just heard, Operation Christmas Child delivers great joy and the good news of Jesus Christ to children in need around the world through gift-filled shoeboxes. Operation Christmas Child collects more than 10 million gift-filled shoeboxes each year and distributes them to boys and girls in over 120 countries. And in the hands of local churches around the world, shoeboxes become a tool for evangelism, discipleship, and multiplication. You can go to SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC to learn how to pack a shoebox. You can purchase a shoebox through their website or just use your own from your closet. 
You can get your label on the website and decide what gender and age group you're packing for. Then you can fill it with gifts. But the most important step, as you've heard, is praying over the shoebox for the child who will receive it. Donate $10 to cover shipping costs and then drop off during National Collection Week, which is going on right now until November 21st at your nearest location. And there are over 4,500 drop-off centers across the country, so you can find the closest one to you by entering your zip code on the website. If you don't have time to pack a physical shoebox, you can now pack a box online through the Build a Shoebox Online program. Virtually pack your shoebox and choose what gifts are included. And those shoeboxes will go to countries that are closed to the gospel. They're literally taking the gospel to the ends of the earth and you can be a part of it. Again, you can go to SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC and we'll have the link in the show notes as well. We would love for you to join us in sharing the gospel through shoeboxes this year. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag Marked Podcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifewayWomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time. <laughs>